Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese meditation bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and really the most helpful leaders from the business community from all over our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And yes, this day, you are going to meet a legendary salesman. Today's version of Music Man's Harold Hill, who has been called the salesman who doesn't sell. He is a gentleman who nixes tradition and doesn't need to know the territory, who thinks a lot harder than he sweats, and whose wise business insight have led him to the founding of several firms. He, Brian Greenberg is the CEO and founder of True Blue Life Insurance Company at BrianGreenberg.com, plus... Uh, some other firms, and you know what they say, any salesman who is grossing over $100 million in sales must be doing something very right, and this day, you are going to learn what he's doing, and more importantly, what you can do by following in his footsteps. So whether you're a, uh, oh, I don't know, a pharmaceutical CEO who sells the latest and most vital cures, like Mike, or you're a celebrity business coach seeking to sell your services to a very savvy elite, like uh, Jeffrey, Pull your chair up a little closer. Join us for this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your adventures flourish. Brian, I'm so glad you have been able to set aside the uh, active side of passive selling. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Bart. Well, this is a pleasure to have you here. I, I really appreciate what you're doing. But I, I've got to tell you right off, Brian, I... Uh, I know that the, your way of selling is different. You, it's called passive selling. I mean, most people are active sellers. That is, they, the, the salesperson goes fishing. He goes to a target-rich area, takes aim at one fish, and chases them down. You know, And along comes Brian J. Greenberg telling me not to hustle hard, but to, but to hustle smart, to think hard. And you talk us about you talk about passive sellers. You talk about being – you see you see yourself as casting a net. So – for the benefit of all us traditional hustlers out there, could you give us the Greenberg definition of passive selling versus active selling? Of course, active selling is you know, <laughs> you know, cold calling, going door to door, the traditional sales process. You know, a long time ago, I worked for MetLife as an insurance salesman, and we had to basically you know make cold calls every day, knock on doors, go to people's homes, and sell them. You know, the uh, the thing that they taught us was. Insurance needs to be sold. All right, it always needs to be sold. Uh, yeah. Now, you know, you know what things were different though. The internet was coming out, and uh, one of the easiest sales I had was somebody who I spoke to previously, and they found somebody that passed, and they contacted me. There was no selling involved. It was easy peasy, and I said, I want more of that. So there are people right. who are ready to buy. Right. No matter what business you're in, there there are they are ready to buy. The question is, uh, can they find you? So that's where I want to be. When they're ready to buy, I want to be found. Now, 
I so I think I, I see this, and I really, I think you're really onto something. And now you founded True Blue Life Insurance as your you selected that as your entrepreneurial venture, and you you said to me to me that it was because of the high level readiness of these people willing to buy of site visitors with money in the hands ready to purchase and also the continuing revenue stream for each sale. Uh, tell us a little bit about the True Blue model and could you explain why it uh, why it works as this passive vehicle of which you speak? It's you know we're an online life insurance agency, so you know overwhelmingly about eighty percent of people go online to run insurance quotes now before they'll buy insurance. It's a new thing. No kidding. So. You know, I've spent a lot of time building my website, building up rankings in Google. So when people are searching for life insurance quotes, they find my website, True Blue Life Insurance. And, you know, what I do is, you know, I let them run quotes. I let them run quotes right on my website. I answer all their questions. And I do such a good job of answering and walking them through the whole process, they decide to buy through me rather than going to the insurance company directly or or going to their local agent because it's easier. And they do all this, you know, without even contacting me. We just, all day long, we get application requests, people that just want to sign the application and submit it. Uh, I think that's, that is, that's every salesman's dream. I remember what, you sound like the fellow that Willie Loman saw in Death of a Salesman and said, I want to be one of those. <laughs> but you, you've done it, uh, what is missing in in both that novel and, and and what we're going to try to lay bare here is that there is more to it than than that that you have mastered the point of sale uh for instance your your true blue uh life insurance.com website that's true blue life insurance.com uh if you want to see how it should be done visit it i don't care if you want more life insurance or not take a look at this i'm attracted to it so so you mentioned a couple of things but give us like could you give us two or three features that really set it apart and has have made uh your agency successful of course. Uh, one of the things that I like to do right away is give something away. You know, uh, mm-hmm. Robert mm-hmm. Caldini, he's, he wrote the book Influence. I learned a lot from it. It's one of the most famous business books. I want to give them something to invoke the theory of reciprocity. It could be anything, mm-hmm. although on my website I let them run free quotes, which is different than a right. lot of my competitors. A lot of my competitors, you know, uh, they require their name, email, and phone just to run a quote. So the first thing oh, I really? do is I oh. give something away. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I do is I try to build trust. Um, so, you know, and I, I walk them through all the questions. So I'll, I'll display all the companies. Uh, I'll display reviews. And uh, I'll build up that trust. People, you know, want to do business with, with uh, companies that have already done it and that have a good reputation. And then lastly, I'll make it, you know, risk-free. You know, I'll let them know that all their information is secure. I'll never sell their information. Uh, and know exactly what the process is. And if you could do that, you basically built up trust, you answered all their questions, uh, you went through the whole sales process without having to get involved. I think that's I think it's great. And you have put down the essence uh, of what a person needs to be doing in his, not just on his site, but in his head. And that's a very important thing. Now, uh, I think if... Uh, I think one of the things before we uh, delve deeper into the, the these the passive selling strategies and the things that you've done right, 
there are a lot of others out there, and I was wondering if you could help the buyers, us, us, uh, help us buyers here, because we, we need desperate help. We are assaulted, as you know. Uh, we're buyer browsing passive online seller, uh, passive and not passive online sellers. So what should we be looking for when we come to a site? I mean, I know there are guys who put out a you know, hundred websites and they try to sit and make money in their underwear in the basement. Uh, mm-hmm. What should I be looking for in an online firm? Where are the red flags that I want to steer clear of? You're right, Bart. There is a lot of red flags, and you do have to watch yourself when you start going online and looking for companies to do business with. Uh, one of the red flags that I see is there's no contact information. So make mm. sure that there's a phone number. Make sure that there's an email address. You know, a lot of companies that try to hide, they'll just have a contact form without an email address, and they'll often yeah. not even have an address. Now, if they don't have contact mm. info, it's you know it's, it's so easy for them to disappear, right? Uh, right. The right. second thing I like to look for is reviews. You know, if, if I can't find any right. reviews on the company, I don't have much confidence in them. Um, you know, they they don't they're not worried if they get one. You know, they can just you know go out of business. But uh, look for reviews. Um, okay. Look for testimonials. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Look for you know uh, their social media profiles. So you know. Try to find who the owners are. Try to find their LinkedIn profile, their Twitter, any any profile they have that oh, okay. lets you know that that they exist, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And then after, right after that, you know, make sure that there's terms of service. Find out if you do do business with them. You know, what are the guarantees? If you're buying something that needs to be shipped, what's the shipping policy? Uh, hmm. You know, if it's missing that, that's a big red flag. And lastly, sure. um, I try to stay away from companies that don't take credit card. Uh, there's a lot of oh, companies okay. that still don't take they want they want a wire transfer. <laughs> 10, 10, they want a Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, that's the okay, le- you know, yeah. that's the huge red flag, yeah. Well they are I mean all the whole credit card process for those who, who don't uh have, have sites that sell things is is one that takes a, a lot more vetting from for, of the merchants and uh than you might think. And just the very act of, of being able to sell by a credit card takes uh it, it takes a certain standard that has to be met, and there is permanence in that, so I'm glad you brought that up. If you have just joined us, you are listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the enigmatically elusive and totally misunderstood realms of cyberspace, where you may listen to uh, this show and all our others by visiting theartoftheceo.com. We are on several radio stations and some a whole host of internet streams, but the easiest way to find this show is theartoftheceo.com. Now, Brian, you talked a bit about testimonials, so I'm going to ask you about something. I, um, I have read your testimonials, and I've read your, your marvelous book, uh, The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, A Marketing Guide to Making Money While You Sleep. Love the title. Uh, but uh, I, I've read that. But now, I have some testimonials that I, uh, that I have put down, and I want to ask a think about this. If you go to our Art of the CEO website, you will find the testimonials are there on the side of the page. And one of them is, uh, one of them is, this show attracts amazing guests, particularly when you consider the quality of the host. And uh, that was, that uh, testimony was put out by my sister, which is very touching, I thought. But we have, uh, and we have 
we, uh, some of our books that we have, some of the business books we have, it's a shame they no longer ban books in Boston and things like that. So my question to you is, is it all right to, in your testimonials, slip in a, uh, a, the touch of humor, or am I playing with fire? No, of course. You know, one of the things, I like to get the most mileage out of a testimonial. So it seems okay. there's an Internet standard now. And, the, you know, uh, anytime I, and I've learned this lesson, you know, it's one of the flags you might see on someone's website if they have a testimonial. But it doesn't, you know, say a date on it, right? Or So I like uh. to always put uh, stars. Stars seems to be, you know, Amazon went with it. And they're easy to see. They're easy to digest. Oh, you mean a rating have, star. So I rate five yeah. size stars or whatever. Yeah, okay. Has to have the stars, right? It has to have some comments. I like to know the name of the person. And then a little bit more, I like to know uh, where they're from. I like to put the state and the city. And that kind of builds oh. up a similarity effect. And also the date, the date when the testimonial was given. Uh, you know, people will look at testimonials and they'll decipher whether they think they're legitimate or not. Uh, if you include all these things, people think they're legitimate. So that's what you want to do. And then build them up. And, and then I like to have a testimonials page on my site always. I was wondering about that. And this is a, I, uh, because I, I read that. I read this in your marvelous book. And I, I thought about this. I said, no one wants to go and read a page of testimonials. So uh, I have mine. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I and other people have them just sort of on the side, on a sidebar coming up one at a time, rotating in. Uh, do people really go read a whole page of testimonials? Yes, absolutely. A, you know, uh, we, okay, we have it's a like, you know, point. I'm have, just curious. I know. No, we have uh, we have software that kind of tracks people how they go through our website, and it's oh, called yeah. Hotjar. It's Hotjar. It's a free service, actually, and I encourage anyone who has a website to do it. And we'll see people go to our testimonial pages. Now you're right, Bart. They're not going to go through every testimonial. That's silly. Uh, but what they will do is they'll see you know how many you have, how recent they are. And a lot of them will go to the negative ones. Well, if it's a testimony mm. on your website, I think you shouldn't put a negative testimonial. Uh, right. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. if you have testimonials and they're recent, that's a huge thing. So, you know, they'll do a scan over. But, yeah, if you have it, it's a big trust-building uh, factor. And you can maneuver that into a reference thing. Now, if you're a B2B, for instance, yeah. it would seem to me you could have Joe Schmidlap from Acme Widget, and that would allow me, you don't have to give his phone number, but, but you mm-hmm. could certainly say, well, if I, I can I want I can contact uh, Joe and um, and find out what he, what he thinks of uh, True Blue Life Insurance or whatever, right? I agree. Look, people, you know, in the past they would ask for references. Let me, you know, give me three companies mm. that you've done business with, their name, contact, and phone. Yeah. You don't need to do that anymore. You can take care of that right on your website by listing your satisfied customers, by case studies, a portfolio. List exactly mm-hmm. what you did for them. It's easy for people to find them. They just go right on LinkedIn, uh, any other social media profiles, and you kind of avoid the whole process of having to give references. So that, right, that's okay. what I love to do. Is short, shorten the sales process is what I like to do. Okay, that that's very, very good. I'm glad you mentioned it. Shorten the sales process. Now, one of the things you uh, you mentioned earlier, and I want I don't want to let this uh, get away from us. You talked reciprocity. Now, I know you are a great believer in the old song lyric. You got to have something to give all. You don't get yeah. nothing at all. 
Uh, you're a giver. This is, uh, my friend, you are listening to uh, a gentleman out here who tosses <laughs> tosses candy out to academics to uh, as a way of reciprocity. There oh, is nothing really? he won't do. <laughs> so could, tell us a little bit about why reciprocity is important, where you use it, and give us a couple of stories or a story or two. You know, look, car dealerships, you know, the second you walk in, they'll give you water. You know, it's funny, you mentioned gum. One of the best salesmen who I've ever met in my entire life was a guy that sold insurance, and he carried around bazooka gum and uh, perfume samples. (laughs) And everywhere he went, he would give away these bazooka gum, and so all the girls he would give, you know, the secretaries, he'd give them all this perfume. And everyone was happy. Mm. Everyone liked them. It's such an opener to give somebody something. You know, I, I had a guy that used to call me to sell me promotional products like pens and stuff to right, get to customers. Right. And Bart, mm-hmm. he would call me up and he'd say, Brian, uh, I, you know, I want to talk about some pens, but first I want to tell you a joke. And he would tell me a joke ah. every time he called me. And, you know, it can be something small that you give, right? Uh, as far as Internet goes, you know, look, I let people run free quotes on my website. Other people, you know, you can give away, you know, free trials. That's a great way to do it. Or free consultations. Give something mm-hmm. away. Some people will give away a free video or a free white paper. Uh, the point oh, yeah. is, the quicker, the quicker you could get them to take something or even offer it. You know, there's been studies that if somebody offers you something, and even if you say no, you almost you, you still invoke the theory of reciprocity. They like you a little right. bit more. They want to give you more of their time. So any business you're in, you're going to benefit greatly from offering somebody something. You know, it could be as simple as free salsa chips in your restaurant. Give them something. Right. I think you're, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's early in the show, but I think uh, Brian has just given us a quill pen moment that is a timeless truth in business. And so I'd like you all to dip your pens in the inkwell and scribble down that reciprocity is vital for not only profit, but your enjoyment in your own business. And thank you, Brian, for bringing that up for to us. Uh, and, and after this delightful noshing at today's Feast of Wisdom, I believe it is truly time to take a brief sorbet and allow us all to uh, pause and, and um, oh, we'll, we'll take a few utensils for today's Feast of Wisdom. So the first utensil, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you take an interest in your co-workers and begin to congratulate them on their achievements and in front of others? Or will you continue to scrabble out for fame by tooting only your own little horn? The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can see you yearning to steep your lips in a little laughter and taste the scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. And so I am pulling it down as we speak. And okay, uh, that that here, here's the appropriate one. This is this is number 21. No, no, 29, 29. Most folks don't dream of starting a business. They dream of selling one that they that they have started years ago, which has funded their enviable collection of Lamborghinis. <laughs> so what do you think, Brian? Is that an accurate entrepreneurial profile? It is. Look, I think everyone uh, thinks about. The big exit, right? Uh, it's the reason why we start yeah. businesses, and, and we we risk everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think you're right. Well, 
as, a, as an afterthought, you know, if you keep your eyes firmly fixed on the prize, you will doubtless stumble along and be brought low by all the snares on your journey. So why not pick an enterprise that gladdens your heart a little each day as well as keeps you yeah. on the path? And if you're smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of 101 Best Business Quips or 102 Best Business Quips, and you will find your tongue tipped with mirth and wisdom fresh from your quiver, all alleviating the load from your fellow chain gangers at work. And as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon to you the answer of last week's business quotation. That is, the name of the individual who said... There's a silly notion that failure is not an option. Failure is always an option. If things are not failing, you're not innovating enough. And those words were spoken by none other than the entrepreneurially insightful creator of SpaceX, Tesla Inc., and PayPal, Mr. Elon Musk. So, congratulations to all you winners who got the right name and stick with us because later on in the show, blurting your way, comes another quotation. And if you know the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's info at bartsbooks.com and your knowledge will earn you a soul-igniting gift fresh from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And before we return uh, to Brian Greenberg with his most profitable marketing momentum ball of wax rolling along here, allow me to introduce you to the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among many other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And you may visit bartsbooks.com and explore a wide wealth of practical wisdom from business masters. Case in point right here, uh, Prometheus invites you to take a look at the book entitled CEO of Yourself. Uh, this it's really a gem of a guide. It gets down to the business of your more rewarding life. Uh, and so, and my question is: Are you directing the enterprise of you, and have you, or have you fallen into default mode? Is all your governance bringing you that fulfilling life that you that you really know is out there? Well, the CEO of yourself helps you discover the many marvelous assets, employ them toward goals that are going to bring you a sense of mastery and a heck of a lot more fun. So, my friend, fate may sit smilingly on your board chair, but you are the CEO making all those choices of circumstance. Why not work your way through it with a little help? Uh, your marvelous self may find your copy of the uh, CEO of yourself by visiting bartsbooks.com. Carpe diem, my friend, you are worth it. And now, with our utensils at hand and pen poised to take notes, turn your innovative ears back with mine to the common sense marketing wisdom of Brian J. Greenberg, the salesman who turns profit. Uh, in by a means that you truly, truly want to emulate. Brian, I want to just, uh, before we go any further, uh, the name of your excellent book, The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell, um, is available where? Where can people get hold of it? Uh, they can get it on Amazon, although I'd like to give away the free audio book to all your listeners, and they can go to brianjgreenberg.com slash theartoftheceo. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, so there you have it, friend. We are seeing reciprocity at work. And um, I think, you know, if, if I were if I were your editor, uh, uh, actually, if, you were, if I were your editor, there would be, I'd keep everything you've done, except if I were trying to be a little more explanatory, I think I'd call it the salesman who doesn't pitch, because you do indeed sell. But uh, would, that, would that be fair? It would be fair. I, I like to think that I do more of an informational sell or passive okay. sell. Okay. 
So I think that, you know, anytime you're uh, having a product or anything, there has to be some sort of sell. Uh, I like to do it a different way, and uh, that's why I call it not selling. But you're right, it is not pitching. Yeah. And, well, um, now, just to give you an idea, I, I will, what I see you doing, and correct me if I'm wrong, I see you as the real master of creating the point of sale. Like, I have a friend who is a hunter. He has caught more, he has bagged more deer than any other three people in New Jersey. He makes his own mix of corn and apples. He lays it out. He goes over the whole point of the woods, finds the best locale. He puts himself in a great place not to be seen as opposed to to be seen and mm -hmm. sets up this whole mastery of the point of sale. I think that's fair to say that's kind of what you do. So when Brian Greenberg wakes up in the morning to do his work at his business, uh, how do you sp give us an idea? How do you spend your time? What do you do? You, you're obviously not running out making cold calls. So what, what do you give us an idea? What do you do? I, I love that analogy. You know, he's, He's uh, getting people, you know, the deer to come to him. He's also giving mm -hmm. them incentives and, and attracting them. So right. most of my day is uh, marketing, right? So I'm, uh, you know, one of the best things I can do online is build up links. And doing okay. marketing and building links is is something that I need to do as a CEO. One of the things that I've done is is write this book. And I do the mm. podcasts, and, and we're announcing it. And Bart, I'm hoping that you'll link back to my site. And these are all things that help me rank in Google. So that's something that I always do. On it. The other thing we do is I, I got to keep an eye on my competitors, right? Uh, right. And find new new uh, avenues to attract people. So we're building new pages on our website, new oh, terms okay. that you might be searching for. Uh, and we're always working on improving our site and improving what's called our conversion rate optimization. So if we get what is the conversion rate our, optimization? It's so the traffic is you know the total number of people that you that come to my website or come into your store. The conversion Correct. rate is how many buy, right? So oh, yeah. you know for, for my website, you know out of a hundred people, ten of them will apply for an insurance policy. Which is mm -hmm. it's about you know Very good. it's about a yeah it's about Staggering a thousand times actually. more than my competitors yeah, um, but that's the conversion rate. So we want to uh, we're constantly improving that. So we're constantly running you know experiments or A/B tests, uh, trying to get the most. We're asking feedback from customers. That's my job. And the more I can market and, and monetize the traffic that I do get, the more my business grows. I'm going to give you one little hint, my friend out there, that Brian does, uh, and a, a bit of marketing. And before we, uh, I'm, and that is in his book, The Salesman Who Doesn't Sell. Brian does something that all the top novelists do, but virtually none of the business books and, and nonfiction books do. Brian, do you, first of all, I got to ask you, Brian, do you have the vaguest idea what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I'll let you finish it, Bart. Okay. What he does is you open up his book to any page, thumb through it, at the top. The pages are not numbered at the bottom. They're numbered at the top. So we look. And on one side, it has the title of the book. And the left hand, all left-hand pages have the title of the book. All right-hand pages have the author's name, Brian Greenberg. Most of them 
do not. Hmm. Uh, they put some little, uh, they put a line, they have nothing, they put the pages at the bottom. That Brian has seized great advertising space, the first thing on your eye. That's just one little thing I pass on to you from a publishing point of view. I say kudos to you. Now, you say you run experiments on your site uh, to, Bart, to find Is there something I could add to that as well? Sure, uh, yeah, I wanna, please do. Yeah, you know, look, people that write books, you know, one of the things that we want to do is when we write books is actually uh, get them from the book to our website or collect their email address. So some Correct. of the, the, the great marketers on their their books, they'll say, okay, hey, thank you for buying the book. Uh, we have uh, additional information. Come to our website and provide your email address, and they'll give them something. And that's a great way to monetize uh, you know anyone that picks up your book as well. So I just wanted to throw that in. So you, oh, you say so they should come to your site. Uh, you, you you induce them to the site, and, yeah. and leave their email address. So they are they're marketing. They can be they can receive your newsletter and all the good things, right? Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. With, with, if you, very, if, very you know, I, I yeah, people that pass on it, I think they're they're missing a big opportunity. Absolutely, I think you're right. I think you're right. Very good. Uh, could you give me one, just one example? You say you're trying to, you try to change your website, and you run experiments to find a better conversion uh, percentage. What's, give me one, uh, one experiment that you've done lately. Uh, one we just recently did is we have our results page, right? So when they run a quote, we put all the different companies and we compare them next to each other. Well, in the right. past, uh, it wasn't essentially mobile compatible, right? So if you oh. saw the quotes, they'd look a little small on your mobile phone. You know, you can zoom sure. in on it, and it was great because, you know, you can you can see everything. So one of the experiments, right. we, the experiments we did is we changed the results page to be more mobile friendly. Oh. Now, it's something we really wanted to do because almost half of our visitors are mobile visitors now. So About 56% you know, we can, of people who come to the Internet yeah. do... Uh, do go go there through uh, a mobile device. Yeah. Right. And, uh, I mean, some pages. Right. Some pages are hard to shrink up and and get all the information oh, yeah. in there. Right. So yeah. What well, we did a list. My wife did a list of all the, of all her husband's faults, and and that that was just just couldn't <laughs> possibly be mobile friendly. It was just went on forever. Uh, very sad. <laughs> yeah. Do, do go on. I mean. <laughs> No, you know, we, we what we did is we use Google Experiments. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. Google Analytics is a free program that you can put on your website. If you have a website, I encourage everyone to do it. It's free, and you get all this information. And they have something on there called Google Experiments, and you could run mm-hmm. different versions. And Google huh. Experiments will actually tell you which one's the best. It's it's the coolest thing. So, you know, we did right. multiple versions of the mobile results page. And we found out which one worked the best. And we chose it, and you know, kind of like your Elon Musk example, we keep uh, refining and keep improving. Mm-hmm. All righty, Brian, this is fascinating, and I I only have about thirty-seven more basic questions to ask you, but <laughs> alas, we are we are coming to the end of our far too brief show. So I thank you very much, and I was I'm hoping that you will uh, that we may be able to seduce you back once again, and what's more. How may people get in touch with uh, with you, either to find out about you, your book, or your uh, insurance? Uh, my insurance website is uh, trueblueLifeInsurance.com, 
And uh, if anyone wants the book, they can go to brianjgreenberg.com slash the art of the CEO, and they're more than happy. I'd love to give them the free audio book. And if the paperback book is something you like, it's it's on Amazon. Excellent. All right. I thank you very much, Brian. I hope you'll come back. And it's been it's been truly enlightening and a great deal of fun to have you here today. Uh, and so as we round out today's feast, uh, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. That is, who was it who said, the four most important words in business are, what do you think? And as a hint, this former, former naval wardroom officer went on to serve 60 years as CEO of one of the world's largest hotel chains. And remember, so if you know the author of this quote, just scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be, and you will get a marvelous gift freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore, if you are correct. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband... You'll like our new project manager. He's the kind of guy who goes behind your backs and brags about your achievements. <laughs> and to you gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed the Art of the CEO show as much as uh, Brian and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember, you may download this on all our shows by visiting theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.